chat GPT is it, that like a I think it nailed it. It's an AI. Is that a bot it's that's change an AI the, that it's going to change okay. the world. All right, like it's, cool. It's like you're n- nobody's ever going to have to do anything anymore. Like you're not going to have to know anything or know how to do anything. We needed that before. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we needed it. Nobody knows how to do anything except for rickshaw drivers. They're still going to be rickshaw drivers. Ryan, you can't is do your, that. It's just there's no AI for that. Ryan, uh, is your Starbucks ordered? Yeah, it is. Okay. Can you count down the number of riders you had on your handsome pedicab? Three, two. We don't say the one in show business. We don't say the one. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to the standard. (laughs) Hello. What did you say? I didn't even hear you. I'll listen to it later. Hello and welcome to the Okay, we're good. We can start. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Hello and welcome to the standard SSEU podcast. A not quite weekly we're also not monthly. We, we're a little more frequent than a month. Let's just call it irregular. Fortnightly. Irregular. Welcome to we are the, the, we are the, the irritable bowels of, of podcasts. As irregular as Ryan's bowels. So apparently Thomas still had another week of vacation. He negotiated into his SSEU contract. Is today a Swedish holiday? Is it like impregnating day or something? Uh, candle how many days before Christmas is it? What's the candlehead thing? The St. Saint, Saint Lucia? Is it, is it that? The candle hut thing, candlehead, like they were the they celebrate. Oh, candlehead! I thought you said candle saint hut. Saint that got our eyes poked out is it that day, and they put candles on their head so they can see. Is that it? Am I putting that together right? Sounds right. Well, okay. They they wear the candle hut hat and go into the fuck hut, and <laughs> because there's no lights in the fuck hut, I think they well, call that a sauna. No, Paul Newman, when he he was he was married to his second wife they built a small room with a small bed next to their master bedroom and his wife called it the fuck hut yeah it's in their house so said, thomas even when, our, even when our kids would come over we'd still go to the fuck hut especially when the kids were over. especially when the kids are over thomas will not be joining us but ryan is here finally ryan is here a lot of time during our pregame waiting for ryan i mean i was uh, here and then you know, I was here. On you want to get credit for was, being then here, was, and then you then I was right. That's how I, I clocked in, and then I, you know, had left. to use the restroom. Left is the word you're looking for. Okay, hang on. I got a, I got an intro for you, Ryan, whose love for beating dogs is only exceeded by his love for procreation, is joining us from his new bathhouse outside the city limits of Austin, Texas. Is that why they call it Austin City Limits? Anyway, Ryan is a pedicab enthusiast, a hat collector. Uh, a I see there's a cab enthusiast. A new hat you're wearing today. He is a two-time ca- count week. them, two-time guest on the Sub Beacon podcast, and mm. uh, will never forget the time that he got to hang out in a prison shower after a shockingly physical basketball game with inmates. Hi, Ryan. Hey, we hey, they cool. didn't let us shower together. They, I was just like, well, we played the game together. We're out on the court with them. Why don't we get to check out the showers? Get the spot on my back. It's hard to reach. <laughs> Got no prison shower experience. It's a big letdown. Really too I bad. Asked, Why are we even here? What are we doing? That's the point. Of course, I require no introduction. So let me introduce our guest. Today, we are joined by Ben Parker. During the Great Depression of the 1930s, Ben Parker, then a young man, worked as a carnival barker at the amusement park in New York City's Coney Island. He was deeply attracted to May Riley, who was then a strikingly beautiful young woman who lived with her parents in his Brooklyn neighborhood. However, believing uh, May, however, believed herself to be in love with a young man named Johnny Jerome, who clearly had far more money than Ben. Jerome, she thought, offered her the promise of a more exciting life in this time of severe economic hardship ben warned was may that jerome was actually a criminal but she just what ben said about him as jealous slander this does none of this hmm. none of this sounds right i googled ben parker and it's really hard to find like the right ben parker let me click on this one <laughs> benjamin parker is a senior editor at the bulwark oh and the son of a famous columnist journalist and political commentator Wow, your Bulwark bio that, 
says more about your mom than you. Ben Parker is our resident Russophile, which would be forgivable if he weren't a Philadelphia sports fan. Did the city of Philadelphia need to grease the light poles when the signing of Trey Turner was announced? Thanks for the intro, Thomas. It's wonderful to be back. Uh, uh, who's Trey Turner? I hate you so much. I don't know who Trey Turner is either. Do you not baseball? Neither of you? Baseball? Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, I like baseball. I don't have time to watch a lot of it lately. I don't even really when, like baseball. Like literally, when I was in Indiana, however many couple months ago, that is when I found out by, about that guy who plays for the Angels, who's like a good pitcher and a really good hitter. Wait, when did you him. find out never... about Shohei Otani? When? Sorry. A couple months ago. Oh, my God. A couple months ago. Okay, all right. Well, Trey my Turner dad signed and a... Patrick were talking about him, and I was like, who? Somebody pitches and plays the field? Like, and they're good at both? And they're like, what? Right. You don't... You haven't heard of... He's like an MVP? And I was like, I... no. I... Wow. I've uh, been out wait of till it. Wait till I talk baseball. to you. Wait till I teach you about six-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. Uh, he pitches and plays the field? Uh yeah, well, let's let's say he's, he's playing the field now. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Turner, though, um, was a former Washington national who just signed a $300 million contract with the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Anyway, Did he make money. I'm sure he will contribute to the box office of some movie. Gentlemen, how are we? You know, I was listening to an episode you guys did, I would say not long ago, but let's be honest, it was probably a while ago in which you referenced that, like, did it make money thing? And I, I am not embarrassed to say that I was listening while falling asleep to this podcast and you screaming my name into your microphone <laughs> woke me 100% back up. I was falling asleep to you guys doing some game of movies. And I was interrupted by Ben, Ben, did this make money? And uh, yeah, I did not get a great night's sleep that night, thanks to you. <laughs> and like, you know, it, it, people ask us, why do we do this? That makes it all worth it right there. That's why we do this. I mean, we are both the um, soothing sound of falling asleep, but also like you never know when just you might violently be woken up. So um, he, he did a speed it up motion and then he left. Or was it travel traveling? He did he did, call it travel yeah. on one of us? Uh, he he did. But what does this mean? I wouldn't see that and think like, OK, they're leaving. I see that and be like he's, he's like talk faster because I have something I wanted to say. Did you did you talk faster and then run out of things to say right as I had to get up and leave? Is that what happened? Okay. All right. Well, speaking of unhealthy testicles, it, I guess I want to talk about pop culture for a few minutes. Pop culture, guys. And the new thing is the old thing. So in television news, Taylor Lorenz. No, that's not right. Taylor Sheridan is, Taylor is Taylor building Lorenz. a media empire around his Paramount Network terrible drama Yellowstone. So the second prequel um, to Yellowstone. 1923 uh, or something. 1923. Like so um, the first prequel was called 1883 and starred Sam Elliott and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Just uh, earlier this week, 1923, starring Harrison Ford and Wait, Hel- Helen okay. Mirren. That okay. debuted. So if you're into wrinkly skin and limping, um, I think this is a show for you. Um, well, and on dodgeball. the... Wait, are you, were, was that... Were those really the actors? Or That's a hundred percent the actors. Yeah, you get to see it, um, Harrison Ford scooping up his morning Metamucil um, in the pre-Great Depression times. So anyway, it's that's Sam on the t- Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill. What? <laughs> you, I thought you were just. This is not a parody. Like no, this is not a parody. So that was eighteen eighty-three. Those are all real people, right? <laughs> <laughs> and in movie news, um, it's uh, even we have another avatar. So, uh, boys, what do you think? You have to pick one. Uh, this isn't Mary F. Kill. Oh. This is like to watch one and have sex with the other. Um, you can have sex. Watch with... the other one. Watch one. Have sex. And then have sex. <laughs> you can have sex with a blue person or an old um, person. The blue old Helen Mirren, blue haired Helen Mirren or uh, the blue avatar person. Who, I, which I blue avatar question is it? You don't understand the I question. Know, you told us. I you told which us one would you rather impregnate? Th- this isn't. This isn't F Mary Kill, but it's. And then you gave us two options. So <laughs> I was. I really I was waiting. So watch one and F the other. No, you were right. You were right. You said it's not that, and, and it wasn't. It was. We don't know what it was. It was this or that. I guess. So we have to either watch Avatar, or have sex with Helen Mirren. 
or well, not or Hell the other Mary, way around. The show. The show. What show? Uh, well, either 1883 or 1923. 1923. Really? So there are three shows, but two of them are together. We've got, we've got the, year. The, 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 the Yellowstone Expanded Universe uh, encompasses the shows 1883, which is the prequel, and then the, then 1923, which is also the prequel. <laughs> how is this not? How is this confusing, Ben? And then, and then yeah. how does Avatar enter into it? Well, it's, it's another recycled piece of IP that is on the it's, big screen. And so you... Tell me, what's your choice? You're you're making this far more complicated than it than it is. But I haven't seen any of them. So we got to have an orgy with one of the casts of one of these three. Oh, shows. it's the cast. But right. but no, for Avatar, well, then, it's not the voice I mean, cast. It's the blue then, people then, themselves. One hundred percent of people. One hundred percent of people will choose will choose uh, Helen Mirren I, I, over Zoe Saldana. Like, let's be honest. I don't know who Zoe Saldana is. Hang on, hang on, Chris. From the she blue? from the. Yellow I just blew shows. myself. Are, are the are the horses part of it? Are the horses considered Ooh. part of the cast? So. I think they are. That's what oh. you call a handsome cast. cast. All right, that was a good game. We'll we'll play it, everyone. Not not a game. This is pop culture talk. Um, Did I win? <laughs> probably not. I guess you guys don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about it. So, uh, Avatars is a movie which um, everyone agrees. Um, you don't watch for the plot or the writing. You watch for the um, for the experience, for the visuals, and therefore, I, Chris, this is where I have to like just pump your brakes here because I just listened to the Blank Check podcast. Uh, I it, I was like in a like you know Charlie Kelly from Always Sunny. It sounded like it seemed in my head seemed like something that he would say. Let me pump your brakes here because generally you're not pumping someone else's brakes. Yeah, you can't really pump but, someone um, else's brakes. I mean. Um, not well, if you're speaking literally. Unless... That teenager wouldn't have crashed into me a week ago if, if I could have pumped his brakes. <laughs> he should have had one of his friends sitting on his lap to work the brakes. Um, I I just listened to the Blank Check podcast uh, talking about Avatar 2 because I didn't plan on seeing it, so didn't mind having it spoiled. They are like all... Is that the fire alarm? Anyway... They were like they like mocked the idea that like j- you just see the Avatar movies for the spectacle. Like yes, the spectacle, but they they all like agreed all four of them that were on there that like the story is like actually really good. And, I mean, I've never seen the first one, so I don't know if it is or not. But I mean, they're like these are so smart I, people. I would so you if this you was just if this was just like two the, you know three morons. But like I know that you like respect their opinions on okay. movies and or maybe don't. All right, right fuck them. You're just They're, like those pieces of shit. I also have not seen the first one, uh, nor the second one. But let's continue with the second, Chris. <laughs> so Ryan, Ryan's like, I don't have any opinions on this. I haven't seen it, but I do know there are some people. There are three podcast hosts who defend the movie on its own on its own merits. Well, it seems like everyone else says. Uh, like you'll be, of course, you're going to be disappointed if you watch it on your home screen. Uh, you're not going to understand what the fuss is about. Mm-hmm. You have to watch it on the biggest screen in in 3D. Which Ben, I've never seen a movie in 3D. Have you Have you seen a 3D movie? Not. I've never said recent... I didn't have an opinion on oh, it. He's back. Like we're just like just because we're going off the rails on tangents doesn't mean that I'm not going to like have an like that's just what happens, especially when Thomas isn't here. This like, podcast get... is not like a train that is designed to go on tracks. This is like one of those Dakar rally off-road cars designed to do flips in the desert. That's what this podcast is. This is like that creepy, uncanny valley uh, uh, Tom Hanks train movie, uh, Christmas Train. What's that movie called? The, um, the Robert Zemeckis. The... Um, the Christmas Train. That's what it is. The Christmas Train that goes off the rails. The like the train. train goes off the rails and it's on a lake, and then there's a hobo on top of it, and and it's too hot. Don't and drink Tom it. Hanks it's is too hot. The hobo too. Or he's don't playing, let it. He's the, he's the hobo and the train driver. Don't let it get whole cold. It's it's hot. I didn't see under the hot, silver hot, lake. Hot. Under the silver lake, you should under the silver lake's good. No, it's freaking Andrew Garfield. You will hate yourself Any, if, you, if you watch anything it. with Andrew Garfield. Is worth, Andrew Garfield is, is very good. Uh, we watched the uh, the miniseries he was in based on the Crack Hour book. Um, yes. Under the Banner yeah. of Heaven. That was really uh, good. He was really good that, in that. He's so good in that. Have you seen the musical that he's in um, where he plays the guy who uh, wrote Rent? There's a musical about the guy who wrote Rent. 
Yeah, it's directed by Lynn Manuel Miranda. It's on, ne- it's on Netflix. <laughs> like it, it sounds like it's, but yes, it is. It's about the the life of the guy who wrote Rent and how he was like basically and never successful. While made he it was a musical, alive. and yeah, he, he and he sings and plays that guy's songs. Uh, Speaking of high end gays, let's talk about TWLS two gentlemen. Uh, we have all watched the White Lotus season two. The White Lotus two. The White Come Lotus on, you gotta, Two. Yes, stay up um, these acronyms. We're Ben. Yeah, did that's... you watch uh, season one when it came out? No, I just watched season okay. one and two together. Together, not, so not you, I mean together, but sequentially. Like it but you kind of saw that the season two is coming out them like, at oh. the same time. You had two TVs going. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. No, it had nothing to do with knowing that season two was coming out. I didn't know there were multiple seasons when I started it. It was recommended, so I started from the beginning and watched straight through. That's Ryan, what Thomas you... did as well. Was it you or Thomas who who had kind of this vision of like season one is about this and season two is a, like one is about sex and one is about money and the They're season three is going to be about the money which, is about sex. That They're wasn't both, my vision. That was sex. what I and, I and I told you this. I didn't. This is Mike White. Like, oh, I, I had this. That's what Mike White said. So what did he say? Remind me. He said that the first season was about greed and, okay. um, you know, capitalism, greed and everything. The second season is about sex and uh honesty and the third season is going to be about like at the afterlife religion or something like or that something. who's mike white something he created the show he wrote this no. he wrote... yeah i don't think he's right okay so ben tell, tell us so it's all about sex all right let's no, find out let's uh really. let's let's bring him out we got mike here ben's gonna tell him what's going on ben tell mike white what his show's about your show is fundamentally about empathy. You've got essentially two groups of people. You've got the vacationers who almost to a man are trying to fix whatever problems they have in their lives via shortcuts and have very little to no empathy. So it comes around to bite them. And you've got either the locals or the people who work at the resorts who are trying to fix the problems in their lives and have a greater degree of empathy, but use it to manipulate the vacationers. And it usually also does not work out for them, though it's a, that's more of a mixed bag. The money and the sex come into it because, and, and the, the cultural and class struggles and all that, or I should say conflicts come into it because of people's lack of empathy, lack of empathy for people from different circumstances, the fact that they're all manipulating each other or trying to usually poorly, because again, if you want to manipulate someone successfully, you have to understand what life looks like from their perspective, which most of these people are really, at least most of the vacationers are really bad at doing. What you've mm. got is people who are far from home in unusual environments, trying to short circuit their lives into something better and failing because just getting out of your normal life can't improve your normal life. It's not how it works. It's not what a vacation is. That's what the show is about. Boom, mic drop. So what, what is the vacation so You don't about? think that having that Cameron dude maybe bang your wife, maybe not bang your wife will make your marriage better? That's not a shortcut? Because that seemed to be what it was suggesting at the end. I think no, Mike White actually literally said that uh, Harper and uh, our, her husband, our Ryan E. 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 They called him E. I forgot what it was. Ethan e for Ethan. Yeah. He was saying he was saying I watched. I only watched the commentary at the end of the last episode, and he was saying that he thinks that they are like better off than they were before because they needed just like a little bit of what Cameron and his wife had in their relationship. Like they have too much of it. They have too much like uh mystery and too much dishonesty, but he's saying Ethan and Harper needed a little bit of that in their relationship too. I'm with Chris. Who's making a face <laughs> that cannot be heard. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Up. I was not like, I would not uh, just watching the show. That's not something that I would have like watching the show. I'm like, take, this marriage is it. going down the toilet. Like it, it, there's right. a complete lack of trust that's, that's broken. You showed, that... Like they, they pause on them in the, <laughs> as they're waiting for uh, in the airport in, in the last scene, they're both just like smiling and snuggling close to each other. So there is um, another reading of this, which is that the way it leaves it, especially with that scene of Ethan and um, Harper, 
I was gonna say Saoirse oh. Ronan, whatever she is. Yeah. Uh, no, not Harper. The the other wife, Ethan. Faith. Yeah, Taosek Sinn Fein, whatever her name is. Uh, or the they beach. they take the walk right to the. It leaves it ambiguous in both yeah. instances as to whether or not anything actually happened. So you could read it as right. like, yeah, they both cheated, they both got even, and now somehow their marriage is fixed, which is the super fucked up Mike White version. Well, or no, no, can... hold on. Now Mike White says he doesn't even know if either of them actually did cheat. Like he he's he says like it's it, it, it he and he that is wanted it to killing be... Ethan. Like, it's not like, oh, I like I feel better. It's resolved or like mm. maybe it's better not to know. It's like, no, this is this is killing me and I will and never trust my wife. And the relationship is in a far worse place. Mike White. Sorry. So, look, I think it's possible to see like this relationship is in a far worse place. And actually, they were they were better suited even when they didn't have uh, as much physical attraction for each other. And the fact that they have more now is weird and a whole different issue. You could also <laughs> read what is actually in the show as opposed to what Mike White says. Uh, in a way that neither of them actually cheats on the other, that they, like, that Ethan, having had this opportunity, passes it up, that that restores his trust in his wife because he sees how it can look, and that actually... I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, portray his thoughts, like, wrong, because that is kind of, like, what he said is the best-case scenario of what potentially happened, is that neither of them actually cheated, and if neither of them actually did, then that would be like, you know, they were both tempted and then didn't would be a, a case in which maybe they are stronger. Um, but like he's very like says like I, I every, people watch this and they will have a completely different interpretation than what I have. And he's like, that's I like to write that way to where it's open and maybe I'm wrong. Um, no, that's fair. It, no, it is open to interpretation, but that's what makes sense to me. The idea that their yeah, relationship to me too, is better be, off because me, they cheated. No, yeah, that wouldn't. Yeah, because I mean, he talked about like the mystery that like how, you know, that Cameron doesn't even know that his kids are. I assume that's what he's talking about with the mystery that with Cameron and his the blonde wife. What was her damn character's name? Um, they, like, Definitely. like Daphne. All of the mystery that they have in their relationship, which is neither of them actually like knows each other, like what each other is doing, or they do know and they're just not wanting to admit that they know or they're not wanting to look at it. And just like no. how when she showed when she showed Harper the picture of their kids and right after she told her that my trainer is blonde haired and blue eyed and they showed she showed her kids and uh, her older son was blonde hair blue eyes and look i i think you know that i actually hadn't picked up on that that's 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 that i like that but um uh i think in some ways daphne is the most interesting character because i think she addresses head on the empathy issue i'm talking about mm -hmm. and she says you can spend every second with someone and there's part of them that's still a mystery so she's she's actually of any character it seems thought the most about the limits of her own empathy and had sort of a stoic response, which is I'm just going to control what I can control, which I'm right. not sure is entirely healthy, but it's at least sort of understandable from, well, you she, know, like, it I think she has her eyes open the most of any of them to just that. But she also has a, a really unhealthy response, which is to just like F with him, like to be like, Oh, on vacation, <laughs> I'm just going to take off for a day and rent a place just to, just to show him that he's not in charge that I could do kind of unpredictable kind of things. And, and so he's kind of envious of me, like renting a whole pa palace palazzo uh, palazzo um, for, for a day. And yeah, I don't think that she's uh, that, that she's dealing with thing with things in a healthy I just think that she is the most aware of what's going on and just is like, fuck it. Okay. If this is our life, I'm like, a, she's not going, she's not trying to fix anything. Um, She's just like, where you guys watch succession, right. right? Yeah. Okay. So I actually view her character as sort of like Roman from succession. Not that she's like healthy, but that she is as Ryan said, right. Cause Roman's so super healthy. Yeah. Right, but she's the most aware of her own unhealthiness and the unhealthiness of everything around her in a way that Roman 
in succession is not healthy but like is aware of how fucked up everything is and is like fine like we're fucked up i'm not going to pretend we're not i think that's kind of her too yeah yeah i i i see that i i do it's just like they neither of them really have any idea how they would uh, fix things or go about like making things better or improving themselves or and aren't really interested in trying but they're also not going to pretend that they're not fucked up as as much as everybody else around them so so let's talk uh just a, a minute about um ethan and harper what's his wife's name and harper. ethan harper harper ethan harper actually just actually ethan i want to talk about ethan like so why is ethan even there um it's clear that his past with um Cameron, Cameron, with, with Cameron. Um, so their roommates, Cameron banged every single girl that he found out that Ethan was into. But the tables yeah. have been slightly turned where now Ethan, who is not in finance. Uh, I don't even remember how he made his money, but somehow like kind of a little bit later, like a, he suddenly is richer. a tech thing. Yeah, he tech sold thing. some. Like, tech thing. He, tech he thing probably came up with an app, which Ben hates. Ben's like, I it's called seafood. Those assholes with their apps. Yeah, you guys I haven't mean, seen the, his Valley? asshole. Those app barons. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I, like his his it's whole enormous. relationship with Cameron. Like, I don't know. Just the whole thing about how oh he banged every girl that I like. Did you guys have friends like this or that were even like somewhat like that? Like, I so just wouldn't be friends with them anyway. <laughs> So I feel like Harper asks him early on, like, why, like, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Like, do you have to prove to him that you're like a man now? Like this, you've always had this weird relationship. I feel like that's a conversation that happens early on. And that's the only uh, explanation, right? Like, why else would you, would you do this except to say like, Hey, so is it, so equals now way you see it is like, they've not been like friends and like Mm -hmm. in contact continuously since college. It's just like, Oh, now he's rich and he's going to, He's he's gonna it's, get, in some way like he and Ethan he is very subtle in to... his in his like he seems to be like non-assuming like like I don't care about status or any of that stuff but yeah. deep down like he wants to show Cameron that he's he's an equal now right right he doesn't I mean, care about they, status. I mean, that's he probably why he's ripped Cameron, now right and here's about what like it they it's it's Cameron that invites it's Cameron and Daphne that invite Ethan and right, they, yeah they on vacation invite, yes. right right and so like. And there's a whole conversation about like, hey, you should have said something. You should have given me right. insider information. Yeah. But they clearly yes. haven't been in close contact. And so Ethan just sees this invitation as yeah, that's, that's a, right. as right. a uh, as an opportunity to rub Cameron's yeah. face in it. Yeah. yeah, or at least show that he can hang with him now. Um, yeah, like when you're at the urinal, I'll bet that, you, like because you, you plop he's, it out and he just kind of look at side to side, like yeah, look, look, look at us. And may, and maybe now. that's part of like the workout thing, maybe because I mean. I think they did a lot to show that I didn't see him doing any weight training, but he looked pretty ripped, pretty ripped. And, uh, both, both guys were. He specifically I, denies doing weight training. He says, you know, I, I run into some body weight stuff. Uh, I'm not buying that. A lot of, a lot of skinless me. chicken, I guess. Now, <laughs> now let, me, let me say this. So like he goes for the run. He comes back and uh, Harper wants to bang. And he's like, uh, whatever. And he goes in the shower. And guys, I've been showering all wrong. He goes in the shower after a run and he's in there like six seconds. Like I shower. It's like eight or nine minutes. Like I, I feel like, I, Kramer, sure, like, like, what am I doing wrong? They, they, I don't know if I saw soap, but if he they did use soap, it's still on him. That's There's gonna no be, soap. Like just a rinse. It's going to be residue. Is just, soap just, just like unnecessary? I, I mean, what does. Uh, yeah, that was very strange to me, too. Like he's. Like he run this long run. I mean, you're just soaking in sweat and just yeah. Let me just <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me is just what rinse he's my... doing actually better for his skin and hair than what we do. That's the question. Now you see, see, I've I've got a loofah and I feel like showers. I feel like when you scrub, like isn't aren't you supposed to get some of the dead skin off? By like, isn't there something to that? I think I mean, yeah, I think the, in Gattaca, been doing that's that what he for did in millions Gattaca. of years before loofahs came around. You're also the only man I know who uses a loofah. Really? You don't use a loofah? No. Do you do you use body wash? Yeah, yeah. You don't use you don't use a bar of soap. So so do you what do you do you use um uh what do you call man? This head cold is like my brain can't come up with words. Um what are those what are soap? those? What are so, those what a washcloth? Washcloth. Do you use a washcloth? Is that how you get a lather? 
Uh, no, I, I, so I use a, I use just a three in put, one. And so it lathers in my hair and then, and then I, I and then work you, it down. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are people still okay. using washcloths? I've never known how, how to use a washcloth. Like it, they seem very useless to me. Like you can't seem, they seem like it's just always be gross. Yeah. Well, you wash like, it. That's why you call it a washcloth. You wash oh, the cloth. It's not called a dirty wash. cloth. That's what the wash. That's what the, the what the wash is. The question is, does it have to match the bath mat? <laughs> All right, guys. Um, let's talk prostitutes, huh? All right, cool. No, no one's gonna ask me what I use in the shower. Okay. We know. Talk right. about it anyway. we, we know you know the shower. Uh I think Alvi is in some ways the most interesting character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because he is like he he is innocent and gullible, but then like he is also kind of like fine acknowledging that and like you know he he knew she was a prostitute he like you know he not 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 initially i'm saying no 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 that's not at first at first it was kind of like michael michael bluth like with with nelly bluth or whatever with justine bateman where it's like you know I think that Ron Howard, the narrator, is like, yeah, prostitutes are very good listeners. You know, he's telling her about his high school locker and like yes. telling like yeah. the worst story ever. And yeah, no, that, that's first, a, that's what that, like. that is where he's like naive and innocent. Yeah. But then like once he finds out, he's not like he's just, even he's more like... naive. <laughs> no, I'm but then not he's just sure like... that he didn't know that there was a like at least a reasonable chance that she was going to just like you know play take it take advantage of him i don't know so at the, so at the that, end that's yes what he I says until the, at the until end, that, i understand he says i got played but i feel like he had no expectation of of anything he's just like i am just i'm gonna give her this 50 grand yes that's like, why i'm gonna I do one like, thing uh, right like i that's why when he said i got played like i was that's that seemed just, off yeah. I, I was wanting to read that as just like that's like self-effacing, like because he's yeah. talking to what's her name who got, you know, it, sure. she just told him yeah. that, uh, you know, yeah. that guy was just a jerk. I and agree. Like, ran off on her. And so he's trying to kind of be self-effacing, be like, oh, I got played, you know, because I'm just I'm just a doofus or whatever. But but up because up until that point, I, I'm like he, he knew that that was a like, I don't think he expected anything. It would I think he would have been happy if she would have like, you know, wanted to have a relationship with him. But. I think he kind of was like, I think she probably just wants the money. Um, Maybe he did seem to buy her whole story about Alessio and oh, I've got this guy. He's not your friend. <laughs> he really seemed to bite that hard. And also, yeah. even if he's just chit chatting with Portia, wait, time out. Was wasn't that a true story? Like, no, no you didn't see. You see she gave him a end, hug at the at the very end. Like, it's She's like, like, like oh. friendly greeting. So yeah. there. Oh, when, I must have missed that. So so uh, she like basically asked Alessio to like, player. yeah. No, and, yes. gotcha. and the implication okay. that I got is that they've done this before. Yes. Like, this yeah. is all That's just a set routine because they have. I wasn't sure if he was, like, it, real or not. Like, I, interesting. Talked about, we were, like, yeah. we went back and forth. We like, weren't sure, yeah. Well, maybe he really is, like, her, like, maybe she really him. does have yeah. to kind of, like, you know, pay him just so he doesn't, like, mess with her or something like that. So it's possible. But it's a, it's a and, thing that they do. I went back and forth. But then, yeah, at the very end, like her and the piano player are just kind of like waltzing down the street. And like uh, Alessio is standing outside of one of the doors like, oh, hey, they, they give each they other a hug. Again. And then, yeah, uh, he's like, oh, we'll see you again or something like that. So was the so, singer. Wait, I just wanna, I just wanna, sorry, I just want to add that as far as Albie talking to Portia in the airport at the end, there are, I mean, you're, you're right. It could have been self-effacing. But if he was just being self-effacing, there are a lot of other less specific things he could have said. You know, oh yeah, it did turn it didn't turn into air. Oh yeah, yeah. She didn't work out. No. Besides, I got played, which is super specific. Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't his money. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not well, saying that he didn't. I'm not saying that he didn't get played. Because I mean that he's not like that. He's not really saying like, oh yeah, I did get played. But I also think like part of him knew. There was a possibility that he was getting played and okay. he was just going to be OK with it if that's what it was. And it was because when he woke up that morning and she was gone, he was just like, ah, I, it didn't it wasn't like it wasn't like I got to fight. I got to get that money back. I, You know, I can't believe this. It was just like, eh, well, eh, yeah, that's a like shame. that's a shame. <laughs> he's, he's Larry David. Yeah. Uh, All right. I buy that. But. uh 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely do think he was the most interesting and the um, the hardest to read um, because he he when clearly like he wanted to, you know, he he likes to see himself as, as you know, um, above above the games and stuff that like his dad and uh, his family are playing. He likes to but, see himself as a nice guy as opposed to his. Yeah. Yeah, father and grandfather. But then when it came to like, you know, he totally was willing to sell his mom out to get that, you know, 50,000 uh, from his dad. And just like, you know, and he, he and that's clearly that's not the first time I, I would think that he's, you know, leveraged his ability to, you know, convince his mom of something with his dad to get something from his dad. Yeah. Um, so let's let's uh, go back to um, LB being a nice guy. Um, he's a nice guy who's a a, a rich kid, mm-hmm. went to Stanford. So he's not like the sad sack, like nice guy in the movie who gets like the motorcycle gang. You know, like the girl goes with the like the. He's not like a Peter Parker character, right? Exactly. That, that's a, that's a good reference. I, I don't know where you came up with that. Um, I've got you know what I've got a story later on that I'm going to read that has a Peter Parker in it. Peter Parker. Is it okay. That, or just a story. It's a story. Okay. It's a story. Okay. Well, he's not Touch that kind of guy. Like, and yet, um, when uh Portia is given the choice between like a genuinely nice guy who's got like everything yeah. that she doesn't have, money and status and and a great education, um, she goes with the guy he goes with the who hooligan. Has, he goes with the hooligan with um, do you remember what is what was on his hat? I loved his hat. So Cock. Cock. Yep. So there cock. was a <laughs> cock guy. There's a picture of, of a picture That's of a cock. Weird. And how did I and miss it, that? In That's case it word. wasn't in case it wasn't clear, it said cock on it. <laughs> Chav cock boy. I, how did I miss that? I, I have no idea, Ryan. Chav cock. I saw Cameron. I, I saw Cameron's cock right away. I was that I was I, I, I was looking for, but the the cock on the hat I did not see. So she goes with with um, of course, she assumes that he's wealthy and not just like, yeah, because all people with those accents are super wealthy. I know. Uh, she I mean, she's young. She she may not know what a Cockney accent is. And, you know, what she can't tell her between his accent and Tom Hollanders. And right. Yeah, because yes. she's an oh, idiot he's, American. He's, he's, oh, he's very fine. He's British. Isn't uh, his British he's so accent. fancy? He's, he's, he's. The cock was short for Cockney. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so she like totally blows off um and it's and i i don't know like well no she doesn't that's the whole point no sorry never mind I see okay you. well at the beginning um she's kind of kind of into albie but then albie like becomes a little bit too like oh. enlightened enlightened stanford grad and asks permission to kiss her and she realizes that's like the least sexy thing ever um and guys like some of those scenes were just albie early on and her they're just painful aren't they yeah yeah they they were and i mean but also not painful because like i do think like uh, as much as she was playing albie like i i do think like in that situation you think, like, you think she was playing him well i was everybody playing portia. everybody I'm, I'm not talking about portia yeah i'm talking, I'm, about, I'm, I'm talking um, about portia i'm talking about portia oh i thought you were talking about the scenes at the bar where they're across the no, bar from i'm talking about um him and Portia oh. early on where yeah. like she's kind of attracted to him until he gets into the whole like 21st century young mm-hmm. man who asks permission like to kiss and you know yeah. gets consent for like every step of the and, right. and like yeah. it, it just takes all the charge out of it like that was that was and very she literally painful. tells him maybe you should be a little more I can't remember the word that she used but aggressive you know, I believe was the aggr- word aggressive <laughs> which you know, then shabby. Be more shabby. Known, like, you know, she probably, you know, she has some uh, furry handcuffs probably in her. Um, if you could buy a hat with maybe a dong or a cock or a, a something yeah, penis I thought, related on I, it. I, I looked at, I looked for uh, his hat. I I see now it was, uh, I thought you were seriously saying it was a penis with, with the word cock on his hat. I, I said, I said there's a picture of a cock. Yes, and then the yes. word cock. Uh, yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, I was like, 
think I hit a penis on his hat the whole Why would you think that? I didn't, I didn't even notice. No, like a, you know, like a hand, like the opposite of a hand. Like no, a, yeah, I, I know, you know what you guys are saying now. Okay. But for like, I'm telling you, in my brain, when you guys were telling me he had a cock on his hat, I immediately went to, I think I had a penis on his hat. But it didn't say rooster <laughs> on his hat. It said cock. That's, that's it did say what cock, I, yes. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that. I, but I was aware that it was like, I remember now. Yes, it was a, it was a cop. All right. Um, anything else you want to dive into before we get into like, uh, the gays? Are we not going to talk about the, the gays? gays? The gays? These are some high end gays. <laughs> These, <laughs> the conversation between when Tanya and the boat captain. Yes. I am also gay. Like that. We are all gay. Shot, she's, 50. 50. These gays are trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> or these gays are trying to murder me. And uh, can we can we talk about that? Were they? I yeah. don't. The well, duct tape okay. and the Were rope. They all in on it, or was guy, just, or did the husband just hire the the one guy? Okay, so Italian this guy. is a known mafiosi or mafioso, mafiosum. This is a known mafia guy. <laughs> mafioso. Of course he, of course he carries around duct tape, rope, and guns everywhere he goes. Hand, like you don't know where handsome mafioso. <laughs> and you, you remember when she first sees the gun at the party what does he say i always carry it with me it's not unusual for him to have it so you think this whole like no you need to oh, stay in the boat second. you think you need to stay in the boat even... and wait a second whoa 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 you're like blowing right he's, i thought you're saying like i thought you're saying just like the gays weren't in on it but but the husband just hired the mafioso and he was doing oh. a hit and they were just like you know and, and tom hollander was just like being like what he appeared to be it was just being nice and except for that he knew her husband but he didn't know that the husband had hired a so so he's coming into some money just randomly no yeah no i i don't think that i thought that that that's what ben was trying to say i I, didn't realize he was trying to say i'm more interrogating ben than you yeah i i look i i agree i think that is the easiest reading but it, it was interesting to me that they never fully confirmed it and even no, in that sure, last yeah. scene, yeah, right? I think Mike White is, likes to leave it ambiguous. Is That's what she asks. Is yeah, Gary having an affair. Uh, look, I and uh, you just like shot you know, three if, people. If if they were going to kill Portia, or sorry, if they're going to kill Tanya, why is it necessary to separate her from Portia? Like, why not just kill both of them? Like, it doesn't make it easier to like. Right. If you're Portia. if it's if it doesn't involve an abduction and killing. Why separate them? Why steal her phone? No, but wait, what? I'm saying, well, ben is saying you, why not just kill both of them? Why go through the effort right. of like, I mean, like, so I, her? I'm saying the opposite. To, if, if you right. are now, right, now that, she's that, that there was no abduction. Exactly. Why is like, there the fact that they, the fact that they separated Portia leads me to think that maybe murder wasn't exactly what was going on. Okay, so what was, was going on? Like, what would be a possibility? She was going to, he was going to make her like, um, uh, redact the, the prenup or something like that. Is that or something that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Some yeah, some sort of okay. light torture. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> light torture. I, I don't know exactly, but if you really bang torture, he murder, was gonna bang it out of her. I doubt he was. The uh, whole like I'm gonna steal her phone, like cockboy, like driving off with her, like that's that's pretty shady. But then that's, the guy, like, the, some but, weird. Oh, is going but cockboy, no, but cockboy totally did her. say, but why cockboy did witness? say these are scary people? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, it's they, they, the gays. Totally I mean, but why leave a witness, right? If you're gonna commit a murder, why leave a witness intention? Right. Because I don't know that that she was supposed to be left alive. Like that may have been him. Leave her with Porsche with with Tanya. Why separate them? And no, I'm saying like that may have been a mercy that Jack. Um, Jack is just a like a fuck boy, but if, right? If he did like, that, but if he he's took Tom Hollander's away little, on his own. Like on his no, own I'm saying it might have like been everything. like go go kill her, go get rid of her, and he may have like right. so why not follow directions. So logistically complicated. There, but what Ben is saying is like together. If they're why not kill them both on the killed. boat? Why right. separate them in this elaborate plot to make two different murders? Because it makes for places? better television. There it's you better, go. Like it builds tension yeah, for us. Like all this he, ambiguity. He wouldn't have got. He wouldn't have got to sing the wrong soccer song. Apparently, so Thomas told us this. Because he's he sings that that uh, the second to last episode mm-hmm. he gets drunk bubbles, and bubbles, sings whatever. that that blowing I'm forever blowing bubbles song and he says United and Thomas tells us that's not the song United fans don't sing that song he said West Ham fans sing that song West Ham United I don't fucking know Ben uh, West Ham a, United are you a soccer, soccer club? fan FC. no not at all 
Okay, well, what did Chris? Chris, let me read the dumb shit that Thomas said. Yeah, Let's West Ham United FC. Is it really? It's both. Yeah. United I, okay, and I FC? got it wrong. It, hold, just hold on a damn second. So, in the second season, when the Brit gets shit faced together with the girl in Palermo, and almost gets into a fight, he sings "Forever Blowing Bubbles" and shouts "United, United" at the end of it. Fun fact: That's not Man U. It's a song popular with and sung by West Ham supporters. Okay. So did so West Thomas Ham also say United? That, yeah, Thomas's fun fact I think is that it's just another club called United because there's West Ham United, there's Manchester United, there's fucking DC but I think United. When I think of you, that, yes, that's who was. When I think when I hear some United and they're referring to soccer, I think of Manchester United. I think of uh, United Airlines. I think of Liverpool United. Is that a team? I think of United. United Liverpool is Thomas's States. favorite team. I thought Thomas United was Liverpool. from Sweden. But he likes English soccer for some reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think like um, if they do enough stuff, they can get a Swedish team in the English. Do enough stuff. I think that's one of the I think that's what the Murdochs were trying to do. That's like the Vikings all over again. So speaking of Thomas, Thomas was is just Gaga, as is the Internet. Seems to be Gaga over Megan Fahey, who played Daphne Sullivan. I, what else has she been in? I've never seen her in anything else before. I don't know. She's, she's very good. Job. She I mean, was really good. She was great. I think she's, she's a good actor, actress. but I think he just thinks she's gorgeous, and the Internet thinks she's gorgeous. I think she looks like uh, Megan Kelly with freckles. Uh, that's racist against the Irish. You're saying they all look alike? Throw the freckles in there. Is I think Ryan O'Shaughnessy McKinney might have something to say about that. My brother Michael is covered in freckles. Uh, I used to be when I was a kid. I had tons of freckles. Um, everyone in the show is 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 pretty terrible. Um, so the uh the and the you're manager... referring to the 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 actors and the people that make the show. They are you're you're talking about them, not the characters. No, I'm talking about the characters. Um, so like the the manager of the hotel. I, I think we're supposed Victoria? to. Victoria. I think. Name? We're supposed to like her. Um, what's her name? I don't think we're supposed to. Valentina? Because we're not supposed to like the. We're supposed to like kind of like have be able to. The show's about empathy, Ryan. You can say it. It's supposed, supposed yeah. to have empathy for her. Like, oh, here's here's so, this poor. Sure. Like, but we're I don't think we're supposed to think that she's like. Because like in the first season, the manager, like we're like on his side a lot when he's dealing with that asshole. Um, oh, we're like poop the, in the suitcase. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yes, but really? uh, but then he's At also like, point? you guys didn't you guys didn't change before the the poop in the suitcase scene to like maybe this guy's a dick. No, yeah, I'm, when he was I'm like, like uh, put him on the romantic boat ride the with the of, of his employee, <laughs> um, that that was like, okay, yeah, he uh, but I mean, he's he a has man. a problem. He's a, he's he's an addict to two different kinds of crack. And... I mean, he lied, oh, but only, Ryan. but but only for good <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Which thing was only for good reasons? The lies, like like oh, stealing the lies. drugs and you know hiding them. Like, yeah, I mean, he only said, lied he about said, the drugs because he wanted to use them. Look, I mean, people in the service industry are broken people, uh, quite often. Even you know the managers uh, are, and so yeah. But I'm saying I mean, we're supposed to feel. I, think, I think, think we're. I think we're supposed to feel sorry for Valentina because she's like this lonely, single, old lesbian. Um, yes, and she's also like she and she's is, like but she's using... doing what she was accusing Rocco right, of right. doing. Like yeah, she's like Rocco, is, is yeah. he is he abusing you? But she Except is the she... one that's like hitting on all. And I think she it's interesting the, the difference is she has authority. Think... She has like authority, which like right. makes it like yeah. really it's unethical, completely inappropriate. Yeah. yeah, I do think it's interesting yeah. that the show depicts that only gay people can me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, Mike like Mike likes to police his own side, so um, the, it's okay. Oh, Mike White's gay, so. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Right, yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and yet, yeah, like, the first thing, the ago, first so. thing I've ever, the first time I ever heard of Mike White, it was like, I don't know, like 10 years ago now. Um, We used to watch The Amazing Race, the reality show, and Mike White, 10 years ago, was on The Amazing Race. Super gay. With his dad, and they're both gay. It was, that was the thing they were talking about, it was like him and his dad were gay. That's, and, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> knew I wasn't going to be able to say that part without you <laughs> saying something. <laughs> it, Go on. It, no, I'm just saying that is that. That's 
That is what I think of. Oh, that was that's, the whole story. That's, they, went, they went really far in the show. They they were like on it almost. Like don't almost, don't all. don't say it like that. Mike White is a high end gay. We're gonna, <laughs> well, yeah, now. But so he's been with, but he's been with HBO like under contract for like a decade, more than a decade. Which but actually they, isn't that great of a place to be to just be paid. To no, do it's not. Like, they we love you so much. He, we don't want you to go anywhere else to write anything. But also, we're right, not greenlighting anything that you're they, like, doing. He, they, they like he he submitted some stuff that they that was like really like interesting and character driven, kind of like what the White Lotus is. And so they sign him to like yeah. an overall deal. And then like he keeps writing things, and it's just like they never make anything. That sucks. He yeah. was like he was super frustrated for a long time. He would like help write on other HBO shows and stuff like that, but he never got to make something that was his until the pandemic, where HBO is just like, all right, we need something that can be like on a remote location, and we can kind of control it and do testing and everything. And they're like, just went out to like all their writers. Like, do you have anything? Can you write something? And that's Mike White. Like, he just like in like a week wrote most of the like the first season. And they were just like, this is perfect. This is what we wanted. And they just and it got done. And so it's funny because in the uh, in a little interview thing after the first episode of the first season, he goes, yeah, I've always wanted to do something about people on vacation. That's a weird thing to want to do. They, yeah, he definitely yeah. didn't. Yeah. That's not a dream writers have. It's the only thing that they would green light. I do have to say, so it's it's interesting. Like, I'm sure I watched the entire first season on my phone. Um, but this season I watched some, like I was sick last week. So I just like sat and watched on my 65 inch TV. And holy cow, like season two looks amazing. Dick on a, I knew you were going to say that. There was a zero percent probability that as soon as he said sixty-five inch, you were not going to say I, a dick I, joke. I literally, after. it's in my contract, Ben. Like I had to say it. I, like <laughs> the scenery in this show, and by scenery, I don't mean the dicks. I mean like the like Sicily itself, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And yet, like for the sake of convenience, like I would like switch to my computer or my phone. But like this really like this is a weird thing to say about a TV show, but like it should be watched on the biggest screen you can. Yeah, I mean, I I Did guess either of you I watch w- it on maybe a TV. I wouldn't. Yeah, I watched it on a big TV. Okay. I Chris, I I I it's weird to me that you watch so many things on your phone or or laptop like like I know it's well, what do you do. What do you I, do when you're driving? Like do you just like look at the road? No, well, where we live, there are other cars on the road. I know what it's like in Sioux Falls. <laughs> I, I'm texting, I'm doing my, I'm doing my tweets. I'm doing that's that's when I get my, that's my texting and uh, tweeting time. It's when I'm driving. <clears throat> I can't have a, I can't have a, a, a video playing on like a small box in the corner of my Twitter. Uh, like I wouldn't be able to devote ninety percent of my attention to Twitter and ten percent to the road. I'd have to divide up that ten percent. You're right. The small box in the corner of your phone is probably slightly too small of a screen to see. Yeah, cameras. I don't know. Like, is that where I you mean, watch the Avatar? <laughs> I wish, like, I don't know. I wish I could, because I know that you are able to, like, knock out a bunch of content when, like, whatever, you're running on your on, on your running machine with the belt. And um, I like to call it my, my stationary my, cab. My petty stationary, stationary uh and stuff like that and and part of it is that i mean rose and i literally watch everything together and so if i was doing i would have to like be re-watching things or you know whatever but i mean even some things that i watch and she doesn't i just like i don't know why like i'm not like a you know you, you know i'm not a uh i'm not pretentious about you know that kind of thing normally and i don't i i like that you do it i just i don't know why I, okay I know. all right all right well as as you know i watched the first episode with my wife and with this year's maria the new maria and the new maria and and like we w- when was it like two three weeks the new ago maria, ben the, this this year's maria this year's maria okay. and um like we like he does we have not this watched a single... oh, is this your new colombian yeah yeah okay yeah I didn't know she had um, a name. You just always referred to her as a Colombian. Maria. Well, this year's well, was Maria? called Anna. Last year's was Anna. This year's Maria. Like, I just couldn't wait 
for them to like, when's the next time all three of us will be together at the same time and have, yeah, uh, do this. coordinating like, it with in the three evenings, people would be, especially in the evenings. Like, oftentimes she's like FaceTiming her boyfriend. So, your wife? Um, yeah. And then, so it's just me and Maria. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, it's hard to find a time, but I'm kind of glad that I watched it on my own because there would be a lot of uncomfortable scenes. <laughs> That's what Rose said. I told her that you hadn't, that you were like, he'd only watch the first season, the first episode, because he's watching it with his wife in there, uh, D- Maria. And we, this was, you know, at seven episodes in, and she was just like, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> yeah. How old is, how old is Maria? 25. So it's, it's awkward is, to like so watch that with like, it, it's and, awkward with you here, Ben. So don't. Yeah, I get that. Oh, uh, Ryan, I, I have just a couple of notes. One, um, this must have been a quote um, when Daphne went and got a massage. Uh, do you remember ben, what she came a quote? That's what we're going to do now. Uh, take a quote and Ben has to change it into a oh, I ran out of steam. I don't know. Ben, a quote. <laughs> That's a segment. You were ben, on the last well, word of the sentence. Well, you were that close to finishing your idea. <laughs> yeah, I gave oh, up. Ran out of breath. Okay. Uh, what? Daphne came back from her massage. Ryan, do you remember what she said? I no, I don't remember what it is. She I remember said, that. Um, the guy who gave me a massage looked just like Timothy Chalamet, but with muscles. <laughs> like, why do they gotta take shots at the uh, Tim? Leave, leave him alone. Do, do you know what I did watch with uh Maria? Is we watched Dune, where um what's his name? Aquaman comes up to him and he's like, Oh, like have you are you like getting muscles? And, yeah. and um, he's like, Timothy Chalamet's like, um, am I? And he's like, no. <laughs> he totally like, he's like, yeah, you're a skinny little bitch. Um, Was that the first time you've seen Dune? Had you not seen it before? That's like my third time seeing it. Uh, ben, you probably have not gotten to the episode. Uh, interesting like connection here. In It's always sunny in Philadelphia. There's an episode where uh, Alexander Daddario um, and uh, uh is in always is, sunny, in always sunny. Yeah, she like her like her brother like hits their car, and they're like these rich people that hang out, and and um she is in love with Charlie, but then the her brother like is like screwing around like rich guy, and Dennis is the only one who actually sees it. But the whole episode, you think he's paranoid for assuming that the rich people just like to play games with poor people. Right? Have you not seen? It's a phenomenal episode, um, but the whole, the whole okay. premise is that rich people Wait, like to like befriend when is it? poor Narrow people to play games. Um, let's just do a Bing search. Alex, what are you going to Bing? Dario. Oh, all right, it's that's always that'll do it. Yeah. Sunny. Um, Charlie and D find love. Did you include the word? If it is season in eight. Your Bing search. Season I, that that I makes sense. Season eight, there. episode four. Yeah, there were I don't know what like around that season eight, season nine. I have I have like blank spots Interesting. for m- most of those seasons. I don't know. All right, uh, last thing I've got to say. Um, do you remember uh, on Weekend Update, Norm McDonald had a a, a joke about um, like don't ask, don't tell, um, but it involved the British military, um, where it was like, well, the British military, very specific. It, the whole idea of it was like. Like, how can you tell? Because they're British. Like, <laughs> I was actually surprised when I found out Tom Hollander, his when his character was gay, because I was just like, is he just British? Like, oh, <laughs> he's just like, you're fabulous. You know, like, you just thought yeah. she was like so fabulous. And and suddenly yeah. like, Why oh. did that sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? I, I don't know. <laughs> you're fabulous. <laughs> is it? What was Hollander not Austrian? <laughs> that's, oh, that's what Hollander. the was. Uh, last thing. I thought, the end when she not like, first of all seen with her shooting the gun was was amazing like like her coming out firing the gun but before that when she was just in the room like locked in the thing i thought she was i thought uh i predicted wrong i thought she's gonna pull an oscar pistorius i'm glad oh, she and didn't just like and just shoot through the shoot door and kill who were you thinking she was gonna kill? like some somebody she clearly like, wasn't really aiming somebody she didn't intend but like the fact that she came out shooting blindly and and horrifically and i don't know if you've seen the memes like there's amazing memes of just like me i don't i don't know if you know what i don't see how that would be an oscar pistorius situation like you know that 
he killed his girlfriend, girlfriend because I meant, she I meant, was she was in the bathroom and he woke up and he's like wait wait she was in the bathroom no i <laughs> he was an athlete i don't think i don't think jennifer whatever he her name is didn't have legs though also she had legs also she had legs so like, let's, let's make that pick apart first. every single aspect of ways it's also, not it like stories Wait a second. Was he in the bathroom or was, or was his girlfriend in the bathroom? They were both in the bathroom facing each other, <laughs> but doors in he, between. He passed out, woke up on the toilet. Was there even a bathroom involved? I thought it was through like, yes, no, I she thought was like in the bedroom he, in the boat. He was, he was in bed and I'm he was Oscar Pistorius he, now. Yes. I'm saying he was in bed. His girlfriend had got up, go to the bathroom. He woke up in bed. Does he sl- hang on? Does he sleep with like, those skis on his legs? No. Or do you think he takes his off? Only if he's That's going why skiing. he didn't what go the to the bathroom to check. He 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 started blasting away from the bed. <laughs> Apparently, she's like, like, "I left my skis on the other side of the room. Get, take cover! Take cover!" And so, <laughs> I left my skis, but I brought my gun. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, any last Steve words? Being, on the we white, gotta get, we got to clear up the Oscar Pristorius. Uh, that's right. right. That that can be Afterglow. Afterglow. You have I've to got subscribe. I got something for Afterglow. You've got yes. to subscribe well, if you want to know what really happened. Yeah, you'll you never know what never know what happened to. So uh, light a candle. Um, John Potthorst will not blow it out. If you light a candle.